Tracy and Jeannie Malter are a dynamic mother-daughter duo and have made waves in the local beekeeping community with their two-decade-long passion for nurturing bees and harvesting honey. Their journey, initiated by a simple desire to enhance vegetables production in their garden, has blossomed into a hobbyist beekeeping enterprise, managing between 10 to 15 hives. I'm Charity Seebecker with the Midwest Farm Report, and Tracy explains more about their start and how they got to where they are today. To be honest, I got into beekeeping through happenstance. My mother actually approached me 20 years ago and said, I really want to start a hive in my garden to kind of boost my vegetable production in, in her garden. And her garden was medium to large at the time. So we thought, okay, why not? Um, there was a local beekeeper by the name of Wally Noss in Watertown, Wisconsin, who was teaching a course. There were about 15 of us in the class. And by the end of the six weeks, we were assembling woodware and hammering together a beehive and you know we thought we're not ready we're not ready for bees yet we'll just play with the equipment for a year and I said no we are getting bees now we built this hive these two hives we painted it we're getting bees and by that spring we were shaking in our first package and that was in 2001. So that's how I got into it and been a hobbyist beekeeper ever since. We've always managed, my mother and I, between the two of us, between 10 to 15 hives. What is your approach to hive management then as a hobby beekeeper compared to that commercial side of things? Are there specific practices that you use to maintain your hives? Well, throughout my 20 years of beekeeping, I listen, I learn, I attend a lot of conventions like the WHPA convention and my local club meetings where we learn from one another as well as learning from experts, reading books, not just YouTube videos. So my hive management approach is one of trying to listen to the bees, watching what the bees do, and then making sure I'm going through those seasonal management techniques that are recommended, best practices. So in the spring, we're feeding, we're splitting, we're making sure our hives that have overwintered are healthy, and if we need to split, we do so. Checking on the bees routinely and just kind of looking for signs of distress or signs of starvation and you don't know this right away when you beekeep you have to learn by doing so we didn't know what we were doing those first three years you know everything was a cycle and you have to go through each cycle of beekeeping to kind of learn what to do through each season so our management style is what is the season what's the need what do the bees need what do they not need definitely mite sampling throughout the years we've gotten so much better at sampling for mites in our hives to make sure that we keep the mite threshold low especially in late summer and early fall as we prepare our hives for winter we want to keep that mite threshold low. So that's the, the biggest things in my time of beekeeping is learning how to manage mites as well and knowing when they're going to reproduce at a high rate and knowing when we can treat and all the different methods of treating. Treatments are important and there's always a variety of treatments so I've always believed in integrated pest management practices where you're looking at a variety of ways to combat mites. We've never had, thankfully we've never had to deal with fall brood. However, if we even suspected we had fall brood those frames will go in the fire. You know, that's the best practice. And as a hobbyist, we're okay with doing that. We're just okay with building some new equipment. So trying to manage our bees the best way we know how to make them happy and productive. So when I beekeep, I beekeep not only for the 
relaxation of beekeeping and the pollination in our local in our little gardens. However, I'm also beekeeping for honey production. So in our 10 hives, I want to get 70 to 100 pounds of honey per hive. And we extract twice a year. So that's important to us because we do have honey that we sell and we are local in our community and we are now expected like who do I get honey from you go to Jeannie and Tracy you know you go to be in my bonnet and you're gonna get honey so that's kind of what we're known for locally is just good honey in our local area can you share maybe some of your personal experiences that highlight maybe some of your challenges throughout the years of beekeeping or maybe some of your biggest rewards or successes that you've seen, whether that is maybe getting that certain flavor of honey or whatever that might be for you? I would say early on in our beekeeping experience, learning how to manage for swarms was one of our biggest challenges, knowing what to look for in the hive, knowing what a swarm cell was, just identifying the major indicators that that could either predict or prevent a swarm. So knowing what to do when we look inside the hive was important. A big challenge for us was to successfully overwinter a hive, and it's still a challenge to this day. You know, we we always try to go into the winter with our best intentions and our best preparations with our hive, and then we wanna make sure that we're kind of peeking in, making sure they're not starving by January or February or March, and just making sure that hive over, successfully overwinters. That's been one of our biggest challenges. One of the highlights we've experienced in keeping bees is just the amazing amount of people and friends that we've made through beekeeping. Uh, The beekeeping community is a generous and warm community of folks. They will drop anything to help you out if you are in need. And I think that's been one of the most satisfying outcomes of beekeeping is you increase your network, you make friends for a long time, and you, you really have these relationships that are almost like a bee colony, you know, where we depend on one another, we're social beings, and we communicate with one another when there's a problem, we have to figure it out. Sometimes it works, sometimes it fails, but, you know, we're always there together. So I think having um, a really strong beekeeping community and learning about this community has been really important for me overall in my beekeeping experience. Uh, something I'm really proud of is also the the conversations that take place around honey, around bees with total strangers. Everyone's always interested in the bees. And and maybe this was even before colony collapse disorder in 2006. You know, folks would ask about beekeeping and they really just want to know more. So it's always an opportunity to educate and open people's minds as to what agriculture actually is. It's, it's not just cows and corn. You know, the beekeeping community is a proud and strong member of the overall agricultural community. Without bees, you know, we need them for pollination. We need them for honey production. Uh, There's just so many, so many added valued aspects to beekeeping socially, productively, and so on. How does your honey production really contribute to your local community? Are there any partnerships or things you have in place with local businesses? Or tell me a little bit more about how you sell your honey. Selling our honey locally is really important. We partner with other local business owners who want to add local products to their shelves. Just going around to local farmers markets and providing a healthy nutritional sweetener in people's choices was really important to us. Uh, We also have provided honey sticks in just the local community event fundraising. We also have honey on the minds of our local school children in our community. Everybody knows that we have 
beekeeping families in our community and they know where to get their honey from. We encourage it for the youth to take honey sticks in their sports diets. So like at halftime at games, we're definitely contributing honey sticks to those at local athletic teams. The coaches love us because they're like, yep, use this as your pick me up. You know, you don't need a, you don't need Gatorade. You need a honey stick. But yeah, really just having our local business folks supporting us in saying, yeah, we want to sell your honey. We want products from Wisconsin on our shelves. And actually, the Something Special from Wisconsin program has been a great additive to our product. We're a member of Something Special from Wisconsin. We put those red stickers on our labels, of course, just to highlight to folks that this is truly a Wisconsin product, locally made, locally grown, mother-daughter beekeeping operation. It's awesome. That was sideline beekeeper Tracy Malterer. Her dedication to beekeeping goes beyond honey production. It's about community engagement, education, and fostering a sustainable agricultural ecosystem. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker.